0: Good. Yeah, are we it. Are we it. Are we get good. Music very loud. Very loud. Got it. Maximum music. Uh, this, it's all my fault. So, are we like <laughs> Yeah. Okay. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I'm looking for some magical keyword. Um. I told you. Okay. Play so here's. Home. Okay. So listen. This is basically, you just were like, wait a sec, why is there this pre-show thing happening again that's not happening again? Okay. No. no. Basically, what happened was it was scheduled for 12 as usual. I said I was going to be late, and then um, I said 12.30. 30 double late, Which dude. actually turned into 12.44 specifically, but Will was so antsy to get the button going. I think he went at 12.28, which meant that It was going to be music now from DJ Will again from 28 to 44. So now people can yell at me again as far as uh, getting in their car and hitting play on the podcast and then having this, this thing at the front or downloading it and having 10 minutes extra of music. And trust me, I've heard it all every complaint on planet earth so but no it's not the formula going forward it's there's no more pre-show it's the pre-show is the waiting of the of the placeholder for the scheduled event which will be noon or 12 30 or like whenever i can get there usually noon but ultimately um yeah in the future we're not going to go live until i'm physically present so that you don't have to uh, waste your afternoon or whatever it might be. I, although some people
1: like to listen to the music, some people are into it in the Maybe very Maybe we should
0: start like a music channel. Oh, man. For, no, I think yeah. know, we've got enough channels, I think. Oh, okay. It's more just, uh, man, it. you know, I was, just, I was running around and whatnot. Yeah, what uh, happened? Well, dude? just running, you know, running around the just usual. Life? Well, the thing about it is, it's like, you know, the thing about this show in general is. We target a specific region of time, like somewhere around noon. But somewhere around noon is actually kind of a weird time because it's also around lunchtime, and it's like, you know, I don't know, stuff's going on at that. And we've been really consistent with it. And but I think within the hour, somewhere within the hour, who knows? Maybe some days it'll be eleven forty-five. Somewhere within the hour is really the target. And uh, we're still in that groove. So I don't want to hear about it anymore. But I'm sure I will. Now that I said I don't want to. Oh, That's how it works on the internet. If you say you don't want something, you get 10 of it. Uh-huh. You're like, hey, please stop with the...
1: Strides in effect, right? Stop
0: clicking the button on the keyboard. Stop. I can't breathe. Dark. I, I'm feeling pain. Yeah. I'm barely hanging on. I swear I'm dead. Brrr. I need that Jeff. I need some of that Jeff Bezos. I need 7% life extension. He just 7% is all I'm looking for. Yeah. Tiny little preservation. Tiny, was Mo sitting here while this was going he, did he do yeah. that thing again where he sits. He did it again. He sits and then you look at him and then he won't he doesn't sit there, but he'll sit here as long as he's not talking until he I wants- arrive. And then I arrive, and he goes, pew! But you know what it is, though? What is it? He wants some screen time. Screen time, but not talk time. No. It's very different, I guess. Yeah. Because, you know, we have the chair for him over there, but as soon as I he goes, pew! Uh-huh. He's like a wily Coyote. Mm-hmm. Say, Mo, come back, man. What's the matter? Pew! He makes that noise. I think you can tell I've been running around this morning. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, you you're can tell. Uh, hopped up. I'm, uh, and something. I haven't even had that much coffee or anything. I think sometimes it's just the way it goes. Sometimes it's the way you wake up. Sure.
1: <laughs> Is it a lot of driving or a lot of, like, doing things?
0: Because uh, you, you do it, both. A little bit of everything. Driving, okay. um, walking, uh, running, sprinting, climbing. No. Jumping. No. No. <laughs> Man, a lot of stuff has been said and nothing has been said. You understand? That's the a state. Bit of snorkeling? That's the state we're in right now. Yeah. A lot of noise, not a lot of information. So why don't we go towards the information? <laughs> okay, right now? let's do that. Apple's, we have a packed show. Eh? We have a packed show. Yeah. We have a packed show.
1: Let's go for a quick. So why don't we go, go
0: inside bang, bang, bang. of our packed show yeah that's where i want to be i want to be inside of our packed show all i can see is the word smoked yeah and it makes me think of smoked salmon that's what happens on a cedar board (laughs) okay apple's m2 pro macbooks will get smoked by new PC chips. I mean, well, you got me with the headline, and then Will's gonna steal the word smoked, and everybody gets got, but it doesn't matter. That's the next part of the headline. Here's why you shouldn't get worked up about whether the MacBook Pro wins or loses. By the way, this is a prediction from Gordon Ung, executive editor at PC World. What's he gonna say? Every everything is good, everything is awesome when you're part of a team. Mm. That's a Lego movie. Here's a prediction you can trade in for a long-term certificate of deposit. Apple's new M2 Max and M2 Pro chips and its updated MacBook Pro laptops are going to get thrashed by AMD, Intel, and NVIDIA's newest silicon in a lot of benchmarks. How can I say this before reviewers publish independent testing of Apple's new M2 Pro and M2 Max chips? First, based on the language out of Apple itself, which is lacking any attitude whatsoever apple strutted around for the original m1 launch in 2020 when apple and its fans beat their chests over stunning claims like the m1 being 2x faster and they had those funny charts with like the lines but you couldn't you didn't really there was no measurement it was just funny gradient lines yeah it was just curves and you're like looks good Mm -hmm. and then the curve for the pc chip would just be in gray but the curve For the Apple chip would be like this wonderful multicolored gradient. Yeah, two times.
1: 300x. Yeah.
0: 150%. Yeah, and so anyway, a year later when the M1 Pro and M1 Max were launched, Apple was in full Dynasty proclamation mode. This is one hell of an article. Saw tons of end zone dances and spiking of the ball by apple however as we know stuff is caught up nvidia's gpus and now we have uh new charts which i guess are things are getting closer overlapping and it's like anything in technology right you have big at certain moments you have big leaps and then at other moments it becomes more incremental other players catch up hmm Uh, And then in the end, according to PC World, it doesn't matter. Uh, I can say with extremely high degree of probability that Intel's 13th-gen core chips, AMD's Ryzen 7000 series, and NVIDIA's GeForce RTX 4090 laptop GPU will make quick work of the M2 Pro and Max in gaming. Most thread-heavy tasks as well, and many other tasks where an AMD, Intel, or NVIDIA chip will listen... On the Apple side, one of the areas in which people take advantage of the increased performance is inside of Apple-specific applications, creative applications. They'll be like, look at the elevated, improved export times on a video clip out of Final Cut or something along, well, there's the example right there. Final Cut Pro ingest of 10-bit, 12K raw on the MacBook Pro 16 with the M2 Max. Yeah, this is the type of benchmark that apple users tend to care about anyways Mm -hmm. not necessarily gaming but it did kind of bring it kind of got into the conversation through those charts and graphs in which it was making the proclamation as suggested here that it was like superior on all fronts and Mm -hmm. we kind of knew that that's a bit of a push um this is nvidia's specialization like this is the deal rtx every year improvements 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 And it's not really Apple's cup of tea. I don't know if it will be one day. But AAA Gaming, you don't even really have the displays for it. It's not the super high refresh stuff. It's just not the focus. Mm -hmm. So So it's,
1: yeah, basically it's like what you really want. Because there's options now. And they're all really powerful. mm -hmm. So if you want to do some video editing with a software that's like really, you know, in tune with MacBooks, just get a MacBook. Or if you're really into gaming, then go for PC and like you know Nvidia or something.
2: Yeah,
0: but if you see if you're if you're writing for PCWorld.com, you know what the people want. You know what the people need. Mm-hmm. They want to do the good old fashioned. You can't game on your Mac. Yeah, old age story. The old uh, the old classic. The yeah. old um, nursery rhyme, if you will. Rigmarole. Yeah. So anyway, but it, yeah, it makes total sense to me. I I get it. Apple working on an iPad-like display for controlling smart home, FaceTime chats, and more. iPad-like display. This sounds to me like something we've talked about in the past, which is like the kitchen device. Mm-hmm. You know the one I'm talking about. Uh, uh, Google has their—I don't even remember the name of Google's at the moment—but obviously Amazon has their products, thanks to Bezos and others mm-hmm. that are running uh, Alexa and. In Google's case, obviously, you have Google Assistant. There's is the Nest Hub Max. Well, they put too many words in too it. Too many. That's why I didn't yeah. remember the name. If it was just called the Google Hub, maybe I'd remember it. Or if it was called the Google, the Google Kitchen screen, I might remember it. The Goog. If it was called the Goog, I might remember it. Uh, if it was called the... What are we doing? Apple is designing a new display that will be used for smart home management purposes, reports Bloomberg. The device will be a sort of low-end iPad that can be used for controlling HomeKit devices. Streaming It is designed to be mounted to walls or other objects using magnetic fasteners. Interesting. So, no, it will not necessarily be a kitchen device. It could be a kitchen device with the magnets and such. Maybe it's right on the fridge, Will.
1: Yeah. I I imagine it'd be like right beside the door when you walk in kind of like a security system
0: yeah security system or where you might control your thermostat multiple people already have these screens you have products uh, from companies like control one i believe it's called where they just exist solely for home automation management security cameras things like this but i'm just thinking if it is an ipad Why not have it do everything else that an iPad does at the same time? So why not have a browser? Why not pop open a recipe? Why not do all of that if we're all of a sudden mounting cheap iPads all over our house? Mm -hmm. It's a possibility. Uh, Apparently, the target for this launch is 2024, and it's described as something akin to the HomePod and the Apple TV meant for home use rather than well on the go. So it'll just be some sort of permanent or semi-permanent installation, I suppose. These things, are guess, they're becoming cheap enough. Yeah. Especially with the older hardware Apple can reuse and they say, okay, slap this on the wall. Control your things. Mm-hmm. New HomePod and HomePod, HomePod Mini now feature temperature and humidity sensing. Hmm. I don't mind. Well, you're supposed to integrate it with your home kit stuff. Mm-hmm. So...
1: The problem is, is that they hit it. They didn't tell you that there was like a temperature sensor in there.
0: Interesting. So... Is it a privacy thing? People start getting nervous. They go, why are you tracking my... Mm. Uh, excuse me. I like to keep the humidity of my home private. Mm. Isn't it interesting that when people think of privacy, it's never something like that. It's always like, what did I search for? Yeah. Oh my God, who knows? Is it's, the speaker on? It's But it's still like human information. Or they're there like, uh, I don't want anybody to know what time I got home, right? I don't want anyone to know what time the door was on. I mean, this is obviously pretty obvious Why? But when it comes to the humidity of your house, you're like, yeah, let them know, because Nest has that stuff. Do you want to opt in? You want to be? Should everyone know the temperature of your house? And you're like, I don't know. Do I need privacy in this area? Mm. I'm sure it could be used against me in some way. Why is that man's house a sauna? I would like to pass judgment on his energy consumption. Yeah, What's I would like you to. Doing? I would like to protest out front and be handcuffed and removed. Because his house is too hot. Or maybe it's like I can see the glow and then I know you got a grow up going on in there. Oh. Could be a UFC fighter. I doubt that's Sweating what's going weight. on. I doubt that's what's going on in this circumstance, but maybe they just didn't want to publicize it at the moment. HomePod's built in temperature and humidity sensor can measure indoor environments, allowing users to create automations that close the blinds or turn on a fan or heater automatically when certain temperatures reach in a room, for example. This seems extremely useful, Will. Mm-hmm. like i they should it well they didn't this.
1: advertise it
0: right yeah apple notes that home pod's temperature and humidity sensing is optimized for indoor domestic settings with ambient temperature between 15c and 30c and a relative humidity between 30 and 70 percent listen they're going to launch the ipad that you stick to the wall with magnets they're going to launch the speaker in each room, which is also a sensor. What about when these things just become, uh, what about when they're sensing like smoke detectors and all that? I mean, those need to be replaced too frequently, but you can imagine these things will keep you in check. These things could be your sensor to rule it all and give you more of a reason to install it in every single room. And talking to each other. With microphones
1: listening in every single room tim cook's gonna be in your house with
0: tim in every single room don't worry your data stored locally in a secure enclave Ugh. don't worry about me i'd never access your enclave even though i have the key. tim why are you whispering so <laughs> violently he did i don't even have the keys he, that's the beauty of it encryption i don't even have the keys Oh, you might that, like this one. Is that you local law enforcement? You know what? I found those keys. <laughs> I found those keys. Is that you China? I found the keys. Oh no, Jesus. Is that you on the phone China? I got the keys. Oh. Damn. Hmm. Siri GPT-3 combo aims to create a truly smart voice assistant. Ah! You might like this one. Siri, but it actually works. Yeah. It's
1: very much like a conversation.
0: Web developers created a Siri GPT-3 mashup intended to demonstrate the potential for a truly smart voice assistant. I thought that was just Google Assistant. The AI system was able to make sense of conversational speech, including some in which the required action was implied rather than directly. I love that stuff.
1: Yeah, I, where it's like a conversation. I
0: asked exactly. Assistant today, I was, I was thinking of a song that I wanted to play while I was driving, but I didn't remember the actual title of the song. So you start humming it not humming i just started the lyrics i just started rapping the lyrics of it okay i said play and then i started just rapping the lyrics and instantly it goes yeah sure playing and i was just like damn that's so satisfying yeah when you understand like siri is a disaster in this regard usually i don't know maybe i don't use it enough to rap lyrics into it but that thing coming on, coming on is so novel, and you're just like, you knew what I was taught. It's like a lost mm-hmm. memory. It's like filling in the blank, and the blank is so frustrating. Yeah. Uh, anyway, impressively here, uh, he didn't have to write any code to achieve this. Instead, he explained to GPT-3 what he wanted to do. He asked it to interpret conversational English and provide an appropriate JSON response. So what was this? This was mostly for programming purposes? Yeah, and tied it with HomeKit he then tested it and said he couldn't believe how well it worked our example request was just notice that i'm recording this video in the dark in the office can you do something about that and we got this response back action command location office target light value on okay so he went into home and then he got real conversational with it yeah
1: check this one out
2: yes hey who are you i am the ai brain of your smart home how may i be of assistance just notice that I'm recording this video in the dark in the office. Can you do something about that? Mm. Turning on the lights for you.
0: Mm. But it gets deeper. So
2: what sort of stuff can you help me with? I can help you with tasks related to controlling lights, thermostats, towel rails, underfloor, heating and ventilation in your home. I can also help you with parenting, free time, mental Whoa. health and more. Easy. Okay, smart home. Yes. My wife is on the way driving home and will be here in 15 minutes. Switch lights on for her outside just before she parks up. The lights should be turned on by the time your guest arrives. That's so going cool, to isn't head it? out for a short walk into the town center. Can you recommend a few things to see? St. Albans is known for its history and heritage. There are many lovely parks and trails, Verulamium Museum, the Cathedral and Abbey Church. Or the clock tower, if you'd like to view it from outside. Just because like a system. The Malting's shopping center is great or enjoy a meal at one of the local restaurants. Can you recommend some ideas on saving some energy? One sec. Of course. One great way to save energy. One would be to
0: sec. Electronics <laughs> when they're not replies. Unplug them
2: from the replies. You could also try to use energy efficient light bulbs to reduce the amount of energy used for lighting. Additionally, yeah,
0: it's amazing, dude. Temperature can. In the Come on, man.
2: It's awesome. Yeah,
0: it's so, uh, it's what we all want. Like the thing needs to, it once it gets to this conversational state. That is just like a key threshold, I think, for adoption. Mm-hmm. And I've been saying that for a while. It, it kind of when it comes to voice, people just don't aren't excited enough. This is anecdotal. I'm sure there's plenty of lines of work where people are very excited about it but it seems to be more towards like AR VR things like this for the future of how we interact with things but voice is still such a tremendous opportunity because it's it's like invisible it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't there's no hardware associated with it. it just needs to hear and then do and it has this huge breadth of data that it can and then it makes you wonder why companies at the scale of Apple aren't already doing things like this. And I'm sure there's plenty of reasons. And I don't know if privacy plays some sort of role, but it's only a matter of time. Because who cannot look at that and say, that is extremely useful Yeah. and far more uh, comforting than the current way in which we interact with these things. Like, every time Siri says, sorry, can't do that, you're just like, forget it Like, already. don't even say that. Forget it. Just, just like, stop talking. <laughs> It's get like, out of like, here. It's, like it's I, a waste of time. I tried, you know. It's, it's, it's really interesting how that works in the human psyche is every time. It's like using a tool and then the tool doesn't work at all. And you're like, get rid of this tool. Yeah. I don't want it in my toolbox anymore. Uh, this hidden iPhone feature can help you fall asleep faster deep inside your iPhone settings is an app feature that will help lull you to sleep or drown out your neighbor's snoring you just have to know where to find it now this is a thing that i've downloaded apps for in the past and i'm big into like white noise and all this stuff only because well primarily because my environment tends to be noisy and so it's almost like everybody has their own sleep sequence sleep sounds going on at this Mm -hmm. point do you use any form of oh yeah what do you have going on i use the electro fan okay so you you like yeah. the white noise sort of like drown yeah. out like general just like you don't need any rain or like um, waves or anything no
1: i i don't like the
0: organic ones i yeah. just like a nice like
1: drone yeah Ooh. like a boiler room essentially
0: I'm falling asleep. You could sleep to that. Yeah, I should do my own uh, audio pack. It's uh-huh. a it's a, it's a uncompressed wave form uh, loops of of different noises you can sleep to. You can't take a breath though. No, they will because gotcha. it'll be looped. You yeah, won't even exactly. notice it. You Actually, won't. that's a good point because I I become so tuned into these things where in some of these apps you could figure out where the loop point is. Yeah. If you're listening really closely and then I have to put those apps down, But to get out of my face with mm-hmm. this app. Anyway, apparently there's a way to trigger this right inside of your OS and avoid all these apps altogether. The lesser known background sounds feature is buried in the accessibility section of your iPhone. There you go. iPhone life hack. It offers several different sounds. Uh, You need to have an iPhone running iOS 15 or newer, and then no other special equipment is required. So all you got to do is click on Accessibility, step one. Step two, tap on Accessibility from the list of options. Three, select Audio Visual. And then step four, tap on Background Sounds. Uh, There's also an option here to continue playing the background sound even when you're watching a video or listening to music. Now, that's a little bit, that's some serious multitasking going on there as you attempt to fall asleep. So what are my options for background sounds? I can see the option of rain as an example, rain volume total, and uh, is there a timer feature so it can go off once you fall asleep? It'll continue to play until you manually stop it, I see. Or you can turn on an option to stop playing the sound when your phone locks. Uh, If you want to listen to a background sound for a set amount of time, what do you do? The workaround is to use your iPhone's auto-lock feature for a makeshift. Okay, now I'm downloading an app because that's just too many things going on. I would download an app with an actual timer, but that's not an issue for me because I don't even need the thing to turn off. I'm totally cool with it just staying on until I wake up in the morning. What about you? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm good with, like, the whole
1: night. I think this is really cool because if you're traveling, you don't want to carry, like, an extra, you know, um, electro fan or device. Mm-hmm and you don't want to download that. So,
0: no, I know. These apps nice are always so sketch. They're so sketchy, too. Yeah. I got into these apps though like where they would actually let you mix your own sl- sleep combos and remix okay. so you would yeah. have like a fan plus an airplane cabin plus um <laughs> rain or something like whatever construction whatever your weird like whatever your weird thing is that jackhammer you happen to be into but I do much prefer for it to be natively there and I think there's probably enough people using some form of this thing these days that it makes sense to have it inside the settings I don't know if it should be buried as far as accessibility though maybe it should be even easier to reach but it's in there so go ahead and take a crack if, uh, if you haven't seen that yet Boston Dynamics put out a new video. This was yesterday, around the time we were shooting, probably, broadcasting. And this is one of my favorite ones yet because, you know, often there's a demo of, like, dance moves and choreographed things. And those are fun. And it's a certain day. And they're like, hey, we're Boston Dynamics. We have really fun robots with tons of personality and names like Spot and Atlas. But the question always remains, what are you doing with these things? Mm. And if you don't show them doing things, then people just go to the darkest places and they just start uh, imagining weapons on them. Or beating them up somehow. I don't know. It's just like it always goes that direction unless you show them doing uh, meaningful things. They had one promo they did for Spot where it was kind of walking between different job sites and Mm. taking different readings or mapping out buildings commercial facilities but this one i like it even more it's called atlas gets a grip and i think you can play this video play a little bit of this video i think that they would appreciate the fact that we're promoting their activities so at first he's walking around a rudimentary way oh this looks like a behind the scenes video is it maybe you got to go fold forward anyway there's a construction worker he's standing at the top that is behind the scenes oh uh there's the real deal he's standing at the top doing his usual work and he's on some scaffolding and the atlas then uh, that, which is down below becomes enabled to help out because he needs some tools which are down on the ground level atlas takes a peek around and goes oh yeah no problemo i can find a way up there wow. and uh first things first how about a little ramp and a little jump in the meantime because that's way faster <laughs> yeah. than turning around the other way and more fun So I'm going to put a plank across here. I'm going to prance around a little bit. I'm going to find these tools, which appear to be like, have some weight to it. And this dude is obviously way stronger than a human. And comes across the plank. And then what about a hop, clearing the head barely. And then whips the bag up for, like, don't you want this when you're in the middle of a job? And I'm going to push down this box. And I'm going to jump off. I'm going to do it all very elegant. Ballerina status. Figure skating status. And I'm gonna make it look pretty with a little <laughs> corkscrew off the end on the dismount. It's, it's, it's that's it's, fun. It's acrobatic as yeah. well. It's helping, but it's acrobatic. Very smooth as it's well. It's animated. It's almost like your favorite Pixar film. Mm. The character that's with you has personality in movement.
1: I would like to see a play with these robots. Yeah. They're so do, elegant. Do, 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 What's impressive do, is do, the back. The it's fact like, that
0: they could feel out like um, the certain points. And listen, it, we without don't. Without applying too much pressure. We don't know to what extent. Like, obviously, there's some choreography involved, right? Like, we don't know to what extent in real practice it would behave this way. Would it prance in such a fashion? Would it look side to side? Would it swing the bag up there like that? Because the worker needs to be ready or he's getting knocked off the scaffolding. <laughs> yeah. It seems. But nonetheless, it gives us some insight, grants us some insight into a futuristic world in which these super helpful robots are helping. And they're not killing, but they're helping. Yeah. Right, Will? That's what happens in the future, right, Will? They're helping.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: I want one. To help. Yeah. Right um okay i have brought up this story a couple of times i don't know if you've been avoiding it because i've been i've been posting i have you've been avoiding it i've been posting stuff in because i always get i don't know what it is i am drawn to demographics and just human humans on planet earth is interesting to me just immediately and particularly the expansion or the n- newer conversation around the contraction of human populations on Earth. And uh, the story in China seems to be kind of like a focal point of this conversation.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And like, what is the, 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 conse- what's the consequence of these things? Now, in China, obviously, you had one child policy for a long period of time. And you had to imagine that there were going to be, that there would eventually be some sort of consequence of this. This is a gigantic human experiment. This idea that, okay, we're going to, we need to slow things down right now. Well, maybe we'll kick it back into gear if need be at a later date. Well, it turns out the whole kicking it back into gear part, not that simple. And now you're having these enormous demographic shifts and aging populations. And then what are uh, the consequences of uh, the economic consequences is what most people are focused on because they say, well, all right, you have most of the workforce moving into an elderly stage. You have an entire population of one child policy where now you have individuals responsible for their elders and except they're solely responsible as the single person. So now you have one person working to support two. Mm-hmm. If you if there would have been a sibling, it could have they could have split it up. But now it's the um, responsibility has rested on the shoulders in many cases of this one child. You also have a maturing of the labor force, right? So you have uh, a, a, uh, an increased cost associated with this labor force maturity as people have worked there longer as they've uh you know gotten bigger wages associated with that and we've seen and talked about how companies like apple have looked to diversify the places in which manufacturing is being done as a potential consequence and not maybe not just what's been going on 2019 2020 2021 lockdowns and so forth but maybe also The cost of labor. You go to other markets where there's more of an abundance of human beings in a particular age bracket, like they've done with India and so forth. And eventually what you have is a power shift that takes place where those workforces exist, where that labor exists, and where you have expansion of population as opposed to contraction of population.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: it, It is just intimately intertwined with our well-being and this idea that uh, economics and well, our entire track record with it is uh, intimately related to our own expansion. Mm. You see what I'm saying here? Yeah. And this is the first time in a long time that we're looking at these mega places and saying, hmm. And if it's not, hmm, we're saying, "Uh uh-oh. Because there are so many technologies that the world now relies on that come from one place. And by the way, other places, not China, have already been relying on immigration for an extremely long time in order to boost the, the uh, population in their, own, in their own areas. And in order to make those necessary demographic shifts so you don't have this imbalance or upside down pyramid take place. And a lot of people, you know, whenever we talk about these demographic uh, topics, you'll have people saying, good, humans are ruining everything anyway, Uh, whatever. But that's maybe an oversimplification of things. I mean, I I really don't even know what that mindset is moving towards. Like if we have evidence now that it's incredibly difficult to turn around uh, demographic changes like one-child policy, things like this, cultural changes, Mm. typically what happens, countries start to do well and then reproduction goes down. Mm -hmm. And that's not exclusive to China. This happens in almost all regions, and believe it or not, it's beginning to start to happen in India as well, where you know population growth seemed like it was going to go on forever. It seems to be like some sort of self-regulating force. Mm. But when we talk about these, uh, when we have this conversation, I don't, the part that I think people don't realize is how quickly how quickly it can all happen within generations like for those that are saying well this will uh, this reset will save the environment or something along these lines the environmental scale is so much larger than human scale like that's the beginning of everything Mm -hmm. humans i think we all know or at least we can probably project will not be a thing that is there forever most likely Mm -hmm. And it's like this bizarre race of demographics versus environment and this strange balancing act that has to happen between those two forces because – The advantages of our growth are pretty obvious. The low cost of goods, the ability for uh, mass production of food, and the the ability uh, for giant populations to exist, it's all been a consequence of scale. You flip things backwards and everything gets a little bit squirrely, you start working in reverse. You start thinking about uh, investments that people make or... uh, uh, the 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 real estate costs and uh, vacancies and, and so forth. And I know it seems all very crazy in a time like this because everyone's sitting there saying, well, everything is already so expensive and so forth. But let me tell you something. When people in China were living some sort of a rural lifestyle and the average woman had six offspring, they weren't competing with the types of costs that people are competing with now. It's not... It's more of a comparative analysis than it is just the cost of things in general. It's more saying, "Well, I want to have what everybody else has," Mm -hmm. and so I'm going to forego, you know, having this this family in order to keep up with whatever that criteria happens to be, because. Those same people probably had less resources, and the, the globe seems to be indicative of this. where there are less resources, there are more people. It's very bizarre. It's a, very, it's a conundrum of sorts. Where there are more resources per person per capita, there are fewer people. Hmm. Anyway, this is uh, just this is uh, the first time, and it's, it's, it's a big topic of conversation right now. It is the first time in a long time that China's population has effectively shrunk. Mm. And so I think that's why it's an interesting topic right now. Um, I don't know if the actual figure is there, but I mean, we have a chart so we can see the fertility rate. um, Yeah, plummeting. And uh, the Chinese population is expected to shrink. Look at this long term. Go scroll up a little bit. Expected to shrink by 45 percent, according to the United Nations. Hmm. it is just wild how you have this massive cultural shift. And by the way, they're trying to incentivize people. (laughs) Yeah. It's the opposite. Everyone's like, no, they're like enough social experimentation. We're good. We're good here.
1: (laughs) Well, we have something
0: to learn from this, I guess. Well, I don't know if it, I, I, I don't, I don't know that like the genie's out of the bottle, right? Like once you have people with a, a brand new criteria of what a life lived looks like. A brand new criteria which doesn't involve reproduction. Right? Like what do you – how where, where and how is that? You can't – I don't know. It's never – I don't know that any group has effectively reversed it. It's not just China, South Korea, whatever. You can look around because I find this stuff interesting. I tend to look into it it's this is a common thing that occurs it's just that we didn't see it in these massive population groups mm-hmm. and in places that were so are so critical to global well-being like the global consequences can't be understated you, by by that workforce aging and no longer being available to essentially work for the world it's mm-hmm. a cat and mouse game you go chase the next population that population gets rich does well as they should and then you run out of that one because they're like, "I'm not building anymore," or "I'm too old to do so." It's mm. it's very complex stuff. Anyway, there's so many good articles about this right now. If you're curious, you will not have to search very far. This one is from Fortune, but I've read like a ten at this point because I am interested in it. And will I'm sure we'll follow up with uh, whatever impacts this has. I know I went over. I went this over is a, a heavy topic. It's not heavy. I mean, it. Yes, it's heavy. Or it's a lot to unpack. It's heavy, but it's not necessary. I think it's 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 a thing that people should have awareness of, right? Because it can be it can creep up, and and I think there should be some degree of awareness of when it comes to planning or infrastructure, everything. And it's like economy, and and I and a lot of us, a lot of people that watch this show, live in places that are seen as desirable for immigration. So yeah. it, you're able to sort of put off that. Uh, analysis or recognition you just open the open the doors and you go look we're young again yeah right for for now but eventually as this thing moves across the globe you can no longer open the door and have a steady supply and if you're in a place like china it hasn't had that same demand from people looking to immigrate there if you, you understand what i'm saying the the type of jobs and things like this yeah for now to a point so very interesting i can't be the only one other people must find this interesting i'd be curious to see what other people think about it but it could be an it could be a natural thing it could be a reset as people suggest it could be there could be unexpected benefits from such things but it's hard to really do all the math since it is such a mega mega thing and uh, i think it seems pretty obvious if we don't make more people there are no more people it seems like obvious math at some point.
1: Well, we got Boston Dynamic spot robots. And well, I know, but,
0: <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So do we just leave the world to them? Is that how that goes? Maybe. We I just say, okay, that's enough And we, and we
1: have Bezos. We have one basil.
0: Yeah, well, there's going to be people, you know. It's like there's still newspapers out there. Yeah. It's just they don't. Not as significant as significant as they once were, but I think a lot of people look at this thing and they really don't like people they're like, "Ah, ah enough of us anyway yeah, there's too many ah, ah enough of us anyway, but it, like that's on a, the other side but that's a weird way to walk around the world right like then what are you doing why are what are you doing then from day to day? How do you get up in the morning without with such a sense of blah blah?" Too many people, I'm sick of people, enough already, you're ruining everything. It's like, I don't know, It's a tough. that's a tough one to, to, to manage. I think mean, there's always going to be a degree of that, but you're really trying to balance it with, hey, uh, these people are pretty cool, they figured out something cool, they're, they're not bad, I just talked to them, I swear, they're not bad. Go yeah. check them out, it's actually kind of fun. People are pretty cool, maybe people are one of the coolest things. That, that that in in the entire universe maybe people are one of the coolest things it's possible isn't it we could also be one of the worst things but this is the point you get to wake up in the morning and and uh, you can kind of pick your poise you can kind of pick your side and and I, i'll I'll be honest even for me it changed from day to day <laughs> yeah Changed from day to day fluctuates uh so I don't know where to go
1: after this uh maybe we can take a break you want to take a break? <laughs> uh, no, because the uh, next story is just going to be like something completely different.
0: It will. So, yeah, now is a good time for a break. We'll be right back. Today's sponsor is Factor. Healthy eating made easy. I'm talking like easy. Mm-hmm. I'm talking a couple of seconds type of easy. You pick your meals. 30 plus dietitian designed options every week. They are cooked to perfection Via factors gourmet chefs. You heat, you eat, you enjoy. Zero preparation. Nutritious and satisfying is actually not frozen. So it arrives ready to go. And that also means that you don't even need to spend as long heating it up. Chef crafted meals, culinary experts, and designed by dietitians so you get the healthy aspect to it, which is so important to you and many others, Will, in 2023. Let's look at some of these dishes over here: creamy parmesan chicken, chorizo chili, sun-dried tomato chicken, jalapeno popper burger, loaded bacon, and spinach shredded chicken. I actually got the sun-dried one. You listen, you're a busy guy every so often. You're going to have to throw something to go. And this is like a personal type serving, correct? Mm-hmm. So all the packaging, it's all ready to go. Mm-hmm. You just stick a fork in it, don't you? You got some veggies.
1: You got some protein. It's, it's fuel. delicious.
0: It's fuel for you to keep going and with the confidence that you're going to get a healthy a healthy thing. And then it's not going to be some type of fast food trash. So there you have it. It is Factor. No matter
1: what your lifestyle, Factor has meals to help you live to the fullest with keto, calorie smart vegan plus veggie and protein plus meals on the menu each week. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. Each meal has all the ingredients you need to be satisfied all day long. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes. There's no easier way to eat well. Head to Factor 75.com slash Lulater 60 and use the code Lulater 60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code Lulater 60 at Factor75.com slash Lulater60 to get 60% off your first box. Thank you to Factor.
0: You know, it's a fu- it's a funny thing. You didn't want to transition right into this next one, but it is ki- it is kind of related. I'll be honest. Is it really? Well, let me tell you why. Because it is... Man, you must have noticed this. Like, hmm? there seems to be this, this kind of note in the air, this scent in the air of, like i don't even want to say the word but fear like it's a kind of apprehension apprehensiveness of people that are kind of like raising prices lowering prices it's like some sort of impending thing is happening Mm. where everyone's waiting holding their breath and these stories keep coming out about like we've covered even even tesla The, the most popular recent stories is like uh used car prices falling off a cliff for Teslas, but then we get unprecedented demand is hitting the stores, and then we get uh, the cost of the the charging station is going up, and then even in Tesla's case, the prices were going up until they went way down. It's like everything's a stock market. Where am I on it? Am I up? Am I down? It's, it's, It's an emotional roller coaster, and the outcome of that, those headlines and so forth, I think is that people... Ha- they maintain that apprehensiveness. Mm-hmm. Should I buy something? Should I not? Am I, am I, do, do I have security? Are the, are the interest rates going up? Can I afford this mortgage? It's a kind of, it's a kind of consideration that's very strong right now. A, mm-hmm. a I don't want to say a kind of pessimism,
1: but. Yeah, I, I do feel like I read more about the news now more than anything, about stock markets, about um, fluctuations in even grocery prices, gas you, prices.
0: You know what else it could be, Will? That we're just old men now. That's also a possibility. Sure. All of a sudden you're like, hey, did you notice that coffee's 50 cents more? I'm reading the newspaper. And you're like, <laughs> and I'm "Like what? No, there, no chance. Tesla's increasing the price of its home charging station by 20%. Tesla's increased the price of uh, many things, increased price, drop prices, but it always makes news because, well, they're Tesla and everyone's invested in them in this space and very aware of you know, trying to predict their current status based on these little levers they pull with their different variety of things. Are they going to include it? Is it going to cost you extra? You were even with the cable the other day where you were like, oh, I got to buy the home cable separately. That used to come for free. Mobile connector. Mobile connector. So the automaker uh, J1772 combo connector, which has been adopted by virtually all other automakers selling vehicles in North America. So they are not going to go to it or they're going to just continue to include an adapter
1: um the home charger now has a newer version that accepts that as well
0: well that makes a, a lot of sense they need to tesla dominates the ev market in america to such a degree that even though all other automakers are currently selling using j1772 connector there are still more evs in north america using the tesla connector following the opening of the connector tesla has made been making some moves to push its own charging station the Tesla wall connector was already cheap. It was $400 and then dropped to 350 in December. And a month later, it goes up to 425 Like, they're playing... Stop playing games with me. Up, down, up, down. So, anyway, this is going to come with an adapter, Will? Is that the way I'll get the other thing?
1: I'm not too sure. But,
0: yeah, it supports um, both. Where does it say that? I want to see it officially listed here. So, um... So, I can just. So, you have this one,
1: the black one, and the white one.
0: Yeah. So, no, they're different. It's not that each one, I have to order whichever one I want. But if I get the J1772, I'll have to put an adapter Adapter. on it. Right. Every time. But then I'll also be capable of charging any car. Yeah. So, you're you're right. It's a little bit more flexible for me to just get that. But then that one cost me $550. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And it's black, the dark side. Did you buy another car that wasn't a Tesla? Or were you thinking about it because you got the universal model instead of the dedicated? Um, uh, hmm. yeah. Curious with the adapter. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I would probably go for the universal one. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. All, it's all, like all things considered. More. Yeah. It's just more flexibility and you all can always just plug in the adapter. I sometimes charge at a station. That is the J1772, and it's pretty easy to use the adapter. It's a little bit more annoying, but... It's also kind of future-proofing your home, right? Any car you want to... Yeah, or yourself as a customer. I know, obviously, Tesla has some very strong fans out there, Mm. but who knows? Maybe some company puts out a vehicle you really like, and it's tougher to adapt the other way, Mm. I assume, if at all. Yeah. Uh, We talked about this story a while ago when the auction's first started for mm-hmm. items being sold from Twitter's HQ i don't know if you recall this story mm-hmm. but they were on some sort of auction website it was like elon was going around and cleaning house he's like i don't like that bench i don't like that stool i don't like that bird there was a lot of coffee makers i don't like that coffee maker yeah. you guys are having too much coffee in here mm. let's just oh, i'm going to get you a nespresso and that's it that's all you get just one. Enough of this. Clean house. Uh, anyway, and we were curious at the time because the reserve bids were pretty low. And we're like, hmm, that's an interesting piece of memorabilia. Maybe we'll order the bird and put it right here on the show. Oh, okay. But uh, apparently not because it went for 100 grand uh, or close to it. Let's see here. Uh, Twitter bird statue fetched 100 grand on Wednesday. Online auction of surplus corporate office assets of Twitter. That's how it was labeled. Twenty-four hours. Also, they also featured a ten-foot neon light in the shape of Twitter's bird logo, which brought in a winning bid of forty grand. Six hundred thirty-one lots were espresso machines, ergonomically correct desks, televisions, bicycle-powered charging stations, pizza ovens, and a decorative planter shaped like an at sign. Well, so some of this stuff makes sense as memorabil- memorabilia. Other stuff is actually useful. You just pick up a coffee machine for a deal because it's more mm-hmm. chairs, and then you can just say, "Hey." This is from Twitter's headquarters. And everyone's like, sure, bud. And you're like, no, look, here's the auction. And you got to do that every time for the rest <laughs> of your life. But the bird is a little bit more self expensive You're just like, no, nah, it came from Twitter's HQ. And they, they'll probably believe you. Because who else would have a teal-colored bird yeah. sitting on their desk that's like, I don't know, a couple feet tall. So some of this other stuff, I don't think, fetched nearly as much. They're just selling like... I mean, they fired a lot of people, I guess they got a lot of tables. Some of those tables i some of those tables are kind of nice, yeah, yeah, we should get one. well, but it wouldn't it make sense for us to ship it from San Francisco. It's going to cost more than the actual table yeah, probably but anyway if if you're in the that region, no, it's all over now, forget about it. There's the bird statue that seems like a lot a hundred grand well that one's cool. hundred grand though no, definitely not. hundred grand well no. Nah. Uh, somebody, some collector. They're going to resell it. They're going to turn it into an NFT. Remember NFTs? Mm. Um, Donald Trump prepares for his return to Facebook and Twitter speaking about Twitter. Maybe he bought the bird statue. He's so excited to come back to Twitter and 100 million people or whatever it was. We had been speculating this because Elon got there and kind of like removed all the restrictions except for Alex Jones, as far as I know. Mm. I think he was, and then Kanye, who came back and then went back off. He's like, Kanye... uh, yeah. You went too far. Connie's like, let me see if I can go too far. I went too far. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care anyway. And they're friends too, right? I don't know if they're still friends uh, oh. after that, but yeah. hopefully they can figure it out, shake hands at the end of it. I don't know. But Donald Trump, on the other hand, we wondered about him specifically because he had the true social thing going on. And we were, we were wondering, we're like, does he have a special commitment contract is he capable of going, just going right back to Twitter? And now I'm convinced that there is some like combination of things. So it was the Elon factor, and then the removal of the the ban or suspension, indefinite suspension, whatever it was. And then some contractual obligation running out as far as the Truth Social Project. Because I was thinking, even if you want to keep promoting this Truth Social thing, you've got 100 million people over here. You could just be tweeting promos mm. for your own thing, mm-hmm. and you're not really doing that. But anyway, apparently he is really coming back. Uh, Trump is probably coming back to Twitter. It's just a question of how and when, says a Republican who spoke on condition of anonymity to discuss private conversations with Trump about returning to the platform. He's been talking about it for weeks, weeks long. He's been talking about it. You just wait till I, he's been rubbing his hands like this. You wait till I get back on that. Twitter. I'll be talk, I'm talking about this for weeks. I'll we'll be back in just a couple of weeks. Another Trump confidant who also didn't want to be identified speaking about conversations with him said that Trump has sought input for weeks about hopping back on Twitter and that his campaign advisors have also workshopped ideas for his first tweet. Mm. (laughs) Imagine the team, they're sitting in the boardroom. They're like, wow, they've got a whole chart going on. They're like, "Uh, this one here, this tweet Mm -hmm. over here, we've tested it. We did a small test and people really liked it. This one, however, we our projections for interaction, that's a
1: big one. I would imagine it would just be like a tweet of, like, I'm back. That's all you need? I think so. And then, like, subsequent tweets would be, like, a workshop thing like that.
0: I don't know, Will. This is a big, this is a big deal for, I think, because he's trying to run for president again, and everyone's going to look at the, the first, his first tweet back is going to have crazy numbers. It's an opportunity for him to get the ball rolling on something specifically. What's better than I'm back? You only get one tweet back. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to convince him to promote something if he's trying to go back into presidential run. Uh, What if it said your president is back? Boo. You just want I'm back. Okay. No, Um, no. I mean, the president one's pretty good. Oh. I like that one. You just booed it. Yeah. No, because because some people refuse to believe that he's not the president. Don't yeah, you remember? Sure. They were like, I don't know, maybe they'd get a kick. Out. I listen. I don't really care one way or another. So, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that do. And would he be talking to Elon, yeah, yeah, eight, having a conversation 80, on Twitter? Eighty-eight million uh, uh, followers on Twitter, so it's gonna be a big deal regardless. Well. Regardless, thank you for the super chat, Cole. He says, can I get a hilly who? Well, you just did. There you go. Thank you to everybody joining in the chat, by the way. We really Uh appreciate it. Experts warn of nightmare internet filling with infinite AI-generated propaganda. What is real, Will? I was watching a clip on YouTube, an argument against AI-generated art. It must have been suggested to you, this clip. Well, I don't know if you clicked on it or not, but it's it's a guy making the case uh, for why artists shouldn't let this happen and how they're way too soft and how it's the way that the AI is being trained is based on all their work. Mm -hmm. All their... It was like, "Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm. Yep. Makes sense. You're an artist yourself. So anyway... uh, it's kind of like in other businesses, like the and it's different. It's different. It's always different and new, more nuanced, but obviously sometimes you have to, in order to talk about something, you have to define it in a certain way.
1: Well, you said it right, where it's kind of like in music, it's like samples.
0: That was the closest I could come, but the difference being in the music business, big money history, big record labels, they all went in there and did that. Yeah, They all went in there and said... Uh, would you like to meet our lawyers? Uh-huh. And it's not on a case by case basis. Now, when you think of like fine art or photography or something, it's a little bit more makeshift, and it's a lot of independent contractors, and mo- most of them don't have teams of lawyers, right? They might send a message themselves. They might be it might be impossible for them to really patrol this thing, and the scale of it is just astronomical. The data sets that already exist in these things, Mm. the number of images that have been crawled and are now contributing to these AI image generation tools. Every brushstroke anyone has ever made. My God. And then what are we doing? We're all just regurgitating from the same set of assets for the future of mankind. Because guess what? What artist is going to be interested in creating anything when there's no avenue to make a to make it a profession when everybody is just happy with remixing the current set of assets Mm. and then who knows maybe the new set of assets becomes just a bunch of ai generated hash browns do you know what i'm saying so they rehash and then they go well this is what an elephant is now and then it's some weird uh, variety of that over and over again. And like, I don't know, dude, I don't know. It's, it's a nearly impossible and vast thing to tackle, but you can, you can certainly imagine ways in which it becomes a somewhat terrifying place. If we've got AI that's generating all of our text, all of our images, all of our data, It's a lot of responsibility, dude. Yeah, what's real anymore? It's a lot of responsibility. And and does it make us easier to manipulate in some way? I don't know. Definitely. I don't know. For society, these developments bring a new set of concerns, the prospect of highly scalable and perhaps even highly persuasive campaigns by those seeking to covertly influence public opinion. The scale, the speed, the pace... So much different than what humans are capable of. Mm-hmm. You could spit out boatloads of information so something absolutely has to seem true because it's hitting you from every angle mm-hmm. at a pace that a human is simply incapable of. These yeah. tools are... And who gets the credit? Tremendous tools. Well, like or, even the generators. Even on the flip side of that, who gets the credit or who gets the blame? Yeah. They're, oh, it's not, uh, we didn't... Couldn't be us. Mm. You're just looking at hash browns, not potatoes. Mm. This is, and by the way, the, the the thing about this one is the speed for sure. Because we went from, oh, AI what? To, whoa. It's here now. We went from yeah. that to that in like a couple of years. Uh-huh. So, anyway, just some concerns. That's all. Okay. That, that is all. Okay. How about this airliner? which features a radical new wing design, which is not a thing that you're seeing Mm. uh, often is brand new developments in this territory. I mean, sometimes you see see a plane get bigger, smaller, and I'm talking about passenger planes, not like military or something like that. Mm. Here you can see a design. It's on a Boeing what VS-1, VS-2. It looks like a bird, doesn't it? Yeah. With the wings placed high on the fuselage i believe as opposed to in the midpoint yeah and it looks to also maybe create a different cabin as a consequence where you have like a raised element there in the front part of the cabin Uh an elevated uh, roof line to it and once again maybe it's one of those cases where engineers inspired by nature possibly Uh which is really what an airplane is in the first place a metal bird well, I mean, it would be funny if uh, it started flapping its
1: wings <laughs> like a bird.
0: Oh, actual flap. But, you know, the thing is the flapping portion is the overrated portion for birds. It's, you know, when you, once you see them in the sky, the flapping, there's not as much. Yeah, of it.
1: they're more like gliding. It's
0: a lot of glide. And, and, and when you see like a, a falcon or a hawk or something, it is incredible. Yeah. The gliding capability, how long they can just cruise for. Anyway, this is just a rendering at the moment of what uh, a sustainable flight demonstrator could look like. The first flight for something like this could be in 2028. Uh, So it will inside be like any other commercial airliner. They're using the example of a Boeing seven three seven. I much prefer. I like a seven eight seven. Why? What do you mean? Why? Don't get me started on this. Um, but this, I think this is a bit smaller than that, at least this uh, sustainable version that they're talking about. And I presume what you're looking at is more efficient flights requiring less fuel and so forth. But let me just scroll down so we're absolutely certain on that. The reason for creating the new plane, which will be called the Sustainable Flight Demonstrator, is simple to find a way to make aircraft more fuel efficient. Yeah. Better for the environment. At a press conference in Washington, Pamela Melroy, NASA's deputy administrator, said the initiative was a major new NASA commitment to reducing carbon emissions in the air. Because it's also when you, re- when you, the emissions in the air are so much worse than on the ground. I'm sure you know this, which is why everyone tends to go after people's uh, private jet usage. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, man. That's like me driving. That's like me and my whole neighborhood driving our cars for 20 years. You're one flight. Why you got to do that, man? Mm-hmm. Well, that's been the thing. And it's, it's the emissions up there are, uh, are much more critical. So this is obviously a big deal. It's, they're not talking about electric jets, which is also cool, maybe mm-hmm. even cooler, but probably way further in the future. Yeah. 2028 to show off something like this is kind of nice. Ah, how about this? Don't hire duct cleaning companies. Have you ever heard of these duct cleaning situations?
1: Yeah, I was thinking
0: of doing it myself. Like hiring one of hiring, them. Hiring, not yeah, be, cleaning. Well, because they're they're myself. they're always calling you. It's always the spam phone calls. Uh huh. Yeah. And it's like it's always like they're so excited when you pick up. You just pick up the phone. They go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't you go anywhere. We got some for you." Like, oh. Ugh. You can just tell people don't pick up often, but you also know it's an auto dialer because they're not there right away. Mm-hmm. You're like, hello? Yeah, it's like a couple seconds. Hello? And then, hey, there, I got the best thing you've ever heard of. Like, oh. And that's a sign that it's probably not that good, which you're about to hear about. However, I'm sure plenty of people will do it. and 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 there is... Something that takes place, obviously, companies that promote air duct cleaning as a remedy for sore throats, allergies, colds, coughs, and, and of course, nobody wants any of these things. So it's a hell of a pitch. However, uh, according to Boston Consumers Checkbook, they said in a November report there is no evidence of any health benefits from cleaning homes' air ducts. According to the air uh, to the EPA duct really? cleaning. Duck cleaning has never been shown to actually prevent health problems. Neither do studies con- uh, conclusively demonstrate that mm. dust levels in homes increase because of dirty air ducts. Well, this has to do with filters, right? Mm. The air, so you, the filter is the most important thing.
1: Yeah, you got to have the filter.
0: You probably got people cleaning their air ducts and they haven't changed the filter in two years. Yeah. So it's like, what do you do? It's just like, why is my skin so itchy? Uh, we call duct cleaning a solution in search of a problem. You'll still get dust buildup in your duct work. But know that for the most part, it stays inert. Having a company come in and vacuum it all out and agitate it and try to remove it can create more problems than it oh, solves. Okay. <laughs> They're actually not duct cleaners. They're duct agitators. agitators. They're like, can we come in and agitate your duct? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. But they do clean it. I mean, they're, they're not just moving it around. Look at this. Brasler cited a Canadian study that showed in some cases dust levels inside a home go up for a short time following cleaning. Jeez. Oh, I don't know. Uh, this is not my area of expertise, but I have to think with how aggressively they're selling it, it has to be a thing that most people are skeptical of. Just their means of selling it. Yeah. If it worked and all of a sudden everybody's place were so clean and all of a sudden their nose wasn't stuffed anymore... Uh-huh. hell yeah we'd be telling everybody left right and center like let's yeah. we'd be getting this done on a regular basis just like changing our oil mm-hmm. but so this is the biggest scam in history no i don't know if i'm willing to go that far i would require more research and you know who it requires johnny harris oh yeah and that, who, that might be next on his list if not we might have to do it well <laughs> yeah. we might have to uh summon our inner johnny harris mm. And tackle this one to find out what's really going on. All right. Let's go. I don't know. Maybe maybe once every, I don't know, maybe once every 20 years or something. I really don't know. But the studies say that the dust that's already in the duct should be left alone because it's inert and because it isn't being picked up by the force of the air at the moment. So disturbing Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. only has it jumping around. It kind of makes sense.
1: But, you know, you don't want it to, like, overfill, Right.
0: Well, that's what the filter's for, I presume.
1: Well, what if it's, like, super packed in there? Have
0: you encountered this? No, I would imagine
1: that there would be a
0: scenario. Will's the guy calling up the duct cleaning guys. He's like, it's super packed. (laughs) They're like, leave us alone. He's the one getting (laughs) excited? He's trying to sell the duct cleaning guys? Too much dust in there. (laughs) Okay, okay. This Last of Us show... Okay. Yeah, like okay, you, and you piqued my interest. No, no, no. Like so, I just need to be clear. I have not watched it. All right. So and you have not, which is good the because game? because I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. That's the beauty. Yeah, there's of, no spoilers here. Of me not watching it. You have or haven't watched it? You have. I
1: have watched the first
0: episode. Okay. Well, Vin went in our group chat and goes, and he and he would rarely do this, but he says go go watch it, and he would rarely do that. Yeah. To just tell you to go watch something, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's not making a hundred thousand. You know, some people are constantly recommending you things. If you're if somebody's constantly recommending things to you, you have to question their taste because they just like everything. Yes. But so, he's
1: very specific and particular to certain things.
0: Well, that's my point. Is is is, is it's, it's like me. If I told you to go watch something, I hope you respect the fact that I'm not constantly telling you to do that. Yeah, so, you rarely do that. Exactly. You'd be like, "All right, this never happens. Maybe I should check it out." And it could still be crap. But so he recommends it. You recommend it. You are the biggest fan of the video game ever. And then I'm seeing all these stories come up, and and all these other people agreeing that this is the thing to do, to watch yeah because of like apparently
1: a lot of like game adaptations to like tv or the other way around has um, been horrible but i don't think that's true like there's been a lot of like tv shows recently that are actually good like the league of legends um game made a animated show I think it's called Arcane. Okay, and it was amazing. Okay,
0: I know, but you can't go animated with it, all right? Why not? No, because It's an it, adaptation. I know, but you know that the people's rules are different when it comes to that. The rules are different. I'm not, look, I'm not saying it's easy to do. Mm. I'm just saying that the rules are different when it comes to expectations and reality. They're different audiences that have different sets of expectations. Mm. Uh, I feel like, you think about uh, mapping video game to animated, it's you still need voice acting and story and all the rest of it, but you can have those things. It's a smaller gap. It's just at I first glance, you. it's more you. closely related, but in this case, the scrutiny level and the, 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 the leap that people need to make, it doesn't matter. None of this matters because no, no, it does matter because I think that
1: in, in like last of us, the actual video game is a real portrayal of, something that could happen so it's it's more in the realm of like reality than like mm, i see what some you're fantasy. okay you know that's fair so you're saying it's it's a it, the, the leap is less and the dialogue and and the story how it's written is just
0: very grounded the leap is less you know characters yeah. aren't flying around uh-huh. and the leap is less okay the reason i said it doesn't matter isn't because i didn't i meant it doesn't matter yeah, i just i know what you mean i, I just meant that the key part or the reason i brought up this story is because this show currently has a hundred percent rating on rotten tomatoes hmm. and it is the second most watched premiere in the past decade after only game of thrones okay like of Dragon. people are feeling this
1: dude yeah as dude. they should be it's a great uh it's a great show at least at the beginning the the first episode I, I think it's like, you a know what? Release. I
0: want to know what the people, I want to know what the people have to say. So you guys let me know right now if anybody can respond rapidly. If you are watching this, do you recommend that other people watch it? People are saying that Will is very passionate today, which I actually agree with. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think when I came in this hot, this is my jam. I think when I came in hot, I try to match the, energy. I think you went a little bit up. Yeah. Your intensity level. Mm hmm. Or maybe it's this pen I keep swinging around. Yeah, I'm kind of scared you're going to wag it right into my eye. pencil. I'm swinging this Apple pencil. <laughs> I don't know why. Anyway, yes, everyone, everyone says adaptation 100% recommended. Go watch it. Shout out to everybody letting me know. Okay, I guess I got to watch it, Will. Yeah, watch it with kids. With kids? Well, I don't know about that. Isn't it extremely violent, I would assume? Maybe uh, not the first episode. Oh. Kind Mm -hmm. of a mild spoiler. Okay. Well, Will recommends you watch it with young children. (laughs) (laughs) Toddlers. (laughs) No, he doesn't. He revised that. Yeah. Oh, that was the last one. Cool. All right. That's a fun one. All right. So uh, what did we learn here today? I can't remember. Uh, the The human race is going extinct, but it's by choice, not zombies. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. All right. Or maybe that's some sort of play on the thing. Everyone who's still alive needs to go watch The Last of Us right now. Donald Trump is coming back to Twitter sometime soon, according to Republicans. Some Republican who... Can't be named at the moment. Boston Dynamics is very, very friendly. And their robots are here to help. And they're going to just slot right into our demographic crisis. And take over for all the young people we don't have. (laughs) Dance their way into victory. They're going to dance their way into our hearts, homes, and eventually towards inheriting the earth completely. Oh, gosh. Because we decide... It's not worthwhile, and uh, we're just not capable. Yeah, we're
1: just meat sucks. We'd
0: rather take a nap and, when we muster up enough energy, browse some Netflix or something like that. Uh No, I don't believe it, Will! Humans will put up a fight. Humans will try. It's inevitable, though. Humans will not go quietly. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing my Last of Us. Yeah. In yeah. case they need another guy, you know, because I don't know. Will they do another season? They'll do another season. Yeah. They might need a guy. Why not? They might need a guy. <laughs> so just hit me up, whatever. Thanks, everybody, for joining. I'll see you later. Later, later.
2: later.